Happy Monday, everyone. Happy Monday, Tiffany. How the hell are you? Happy Monday. I am wonderful. Excellent. Here it is Monday, a little after 7 o'clock. Thank you all for joining us. You are listening to WRLR 98.3 FM. You've tuned in to Bacon Bits with Master Happiness. I am your host. Marty Jalove, and of course, I can't do it by myself. You can't? No, I need my bestest buddy. Tiffany! Yeah, and so we missed last week. We weren't here. You know, uh, I had a different uh, event to go to. I was helping out a little high school with some communication uh, presentation, and uh, Tiffany, why didn't you just come and do the show by yourself? Because you still have to teach me how to yeah. work the board. <laughs> That's what I refuse to teach her how to use the board. I want I want that job security. I don't want Tiffany running away with the show. That's what it's all about. Oh boy! So um, so Tiffany, uh, did you do anything special last week since you missed the show? You know what? I laid on the couch. Yeah, and I was gonna I was gonna guess it was definitely a nap time for you. But I did right. notice that uh, you had your your thing. But then at night you had a a special evening. You got all dressed up with with Christy. Wait, on, not on that Monday night? Um, no, it was posted, so I assumed it was on I'm the Monday to night. Think. I know you just brought that up. I have no idea what you're talking about. I got all dressed up. You were very. You looked very dapper. Really? You and Christy were all oh, dressed up. Oh, you know what? That was another. Very, very... That was another evening. I was um, that the po- the pictures finally went up. Then now I had to. We went to the World Relief Gala. Oh wow! Okay, you guys was, were all oh, dressed yeah, up. Was fancy, really fancy. nice. Yeah, you know it. You know sometimes even this old pig can get uh, cleaned up. <laughs> so I, I I forgot where we had gone. It seems like we're just Christy and I are just going everywhere. everywhere. You know, we're just tripping the light uh, light limelight or how, you know. There's a saying like there that. is something. Anyway, anyway, for those of you who have tuned in and are still tuned in, are right. <laughs> and still, <laughs> still tuned, tuned in, in. Right? This is Bacon Bits, where what we do is we tackle the biggest world's problems or just topics we feel like talking about, and what we do is we discuss them a little bit and then we apply a little bacon to Ooh. them. Oh yeah, because everything bacon touch is is just a little bit better, right? A lot better. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there you go. But we're not talking about the bacon for chewing. We're not. No. This is the bacon for doing. Exactly. There you go. Yeah, we apply the acronym B A C O N, and today we're going to do that exactly uh, because it's it seems to be the perfect way to do this show, don't you think? Mm-hmm. Just uh, applying that acronym, a new acronym B A C O N, every week just seems to be perfect. It works for us. I have to um, share. Um, Share away. We had um, the our, the company I work for took us out for dinner um, last week, and we to had like, uh, any place special. Was yeah. it nice? Okay, it was really really nice. Yeah, cool. I don't know. Can I say it? I, why not? Okay, Capital um, Capital Grill. Oh, okay, sure. Very sure. very very nice. They had um, this balsamic um, Brussels sprouts. Oh and yeah, had bacon in it. Nice. I never yes. had. Oh my gosh, it was. so so good. Yes. So when you bacon makes everything, oh, oh you're not you kidding. Not, right, right. Isn't it just an amazing little thing? And that's why our show is all about those bacon bits, mm-hmm. right? Those little tiny nuggets that just make life a little bit better. Okay. Because, you know, Tiffany, uh, you know, obviously, other than that night, you going out and eating bacon and me going out with Christy like that. Other than that, sometimes we feel angry. We feel sad. Mm-hmm. We feel afraid of just whatever. Right. And so happiness is outnumbered three to one. So that's the purpose of our show here is just that hmm. is the purpose of our show is to help you navigate those paths of happiness. Uh, we're going to show you the little shortcuts and just uh, kind of you like it. Yeah, we're both you, you, you're missing that out there as we're both wiggling One of like worms. We have a camera yeah, in here. Exactly. You can see all the hand gestures. Exactly how much we actually move while we're talking. <laughs> 
but this helps. Uh, we want to help you navigate those paths of happiness, find some of those shortcuts just uh, to enjoy life. Life is short. We're not promised that tomorrow. So why not enjoy the day, right? Yes. There you go. And so today, you know what you know what we're talking about today, Tiff? All about me. Yes, exactly. <laughs> we are talking about perfection, the pursuit of perfection. How many of us out there, everyone out there, raise your hand. How many of you want to be Tiffany? Look at, oh, oh look, at, look at everyone in the studio audience. The wow. Studio. Oh, they're standing up. Oh, they're, they're standing up and leaving. <laughs> Wow, what a what a what a great ovation to you there, Tiffany. Oh, no, goodness. you're right. We're 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 going to be talking about the pursuit of perfection. So, how close to perfect would you say you are? I mean, the rest of us, we think you're right there. Oh, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so out of like out of hundred, <laughs> out of ten, what? Yeah, I, I don't know what, what. However, you judge perfection. Um, I want to hear. I want to hear your judgment. Maybe twenty percent. Wow, no, not that low. Uh, Come on. I was going to say for myself, I'm 50 50. I'm going to go 50 50. Yeah. So you 20%. Come on, you're much higher than 20%. Thank you. And I'm saying 50%. And even that, I'm lying. I'm much (laughs) higher than that. I'm like 80, 90% easy. Okay. (laughs) And that's why you're there. Right, right. And that's why I know how to use the board. Right, right. All right, so let's let's talk a little bit about this, if you don't mind, Tiffany. Not all right. at all. All right, so I'm going to read this little intro here. Okay. Uh, have you un- ever wondered why we are all striving for perfection in many aspects of our lives? Okay, it's it's different things. We are, we find we're looking for per, uh, perfection in our relationships, in ourselves. Uh, work. You know, yeah, work. Ever it seems like a lot of different areas. Uh, when we have hobbies or stuff, we try to look for perfection. Uh, we want life. Uh, we want a life where everything goes according to plan. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I know that's that's a, that's a whole. Yeah, I know you don't like change that uh-uh. much. No, right? Uh, but is this what we should really be aiming for? After all, perfection doesn't really exist. Sure, we can get much closer to the image of perfection we've uh, that we've created in our heads, but ultimately, it always remains just out of reach. All right. So that idea that we have to admit that, you know, you can't really reach perfection. All so, right. um, yeah. And it's kind of weird because you like plastic surgery, let's say. Right. There's um, women and men too. Sure, but, um, sure. That get all this plastic surgery uh-huh. to be perfect. Right. Now, after it's over with, they might think they're perfect. And uh-huh. other people might say, Ooh, uh, you had way too much work yeah, done. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it, it all depends on how You're- you think. Because you but, might think but it's perfect, think, but other people... Do you think when they're done, you think they're really... They, they look and they go, this is perfect. This is exactly what I want. No, because no. if they go that far, they're going to want something a else A little done. bit more, <laughs> a little bit more, right? And that's what's the scary thing. You know, plastic surgery, I'm glad you brought that up. Initially, it was created, I believe, in World War One, for soldiers that came back from war oh. that were, like, mutilated because of uh, artillery or some, something like that. And they wanted to recreate whether it was a limb or skin graft or part of their face. I mean, they were where part of their face was missing. Maybe their nose was missing or something. And they created these like almost like masks to put on and then became part of their body. And so what they did was they continued to perfect it just so people could, uh, you know, reenter society in as close to a normal uh, position as possible. And then what happened was it turned into this. Let's let's pretty you up a little bit. Let's make your nose a little smaller. Let's, let's make lift your, your boobies cheek. a little yeah, high, exactly. bigger. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. Okay? <laughs> but uh, but what ended up happening was we we take it like so many other things in life. We take it to an extreme and we yeah. push it 
And uh, nobody, nobody is 100% happy with the way that they look, the way they feel. And people can say, yes, I'm content with this. It's okay. But they're still going to point out flaws in themselves. And so we're always looking for perfection, that that identity, that idea that, that we could never possibly reach. Because no matter how good it is, giving an, given ourselves enough time, we're going to look in the mirror and find another flaw. Okay. So the idea here is today what we're going to talk about is that the pursuit for perfection is okay. The, the um, going towards perfection, but understanding you're never going to reach perfection. Mm. And so why do you do this? Uh, how do you curb it? What, what does it do for us when people are, are so hung up on looking for perfection? Okay. Yes. So that's what we're going to, we're going to kind of tackle today. Okay. So what's the thing, what's the thing, Tiffany, if anything in your life, if you could pick one thing that you would say, I wish I was Ooh. perfect at this one thing. I know, you know, I don't, I, I don't ever prepare uh, Christy for Christy. I called you Christy. I, oh. I, I never, never prepare. <laughs> sorry, Christy. Uh, I never prepare Tiffany for any of these questions. No, I like throwing honestly, them at he does not. No, because I want you to, uh, to really think Think about it. You know, uh, give me a an immediate answer. What's the first one that pops into your head? Self-confidence. Really? Oh, wow. So that's cool. Just being self-confident across yeah. the board. Um, yeah, in general with everything. That's a really good one. That's a very good one. Yeah, that's deeper than I thought. Uh-huh. I'm, I, was, I was sitting here, cause I, as I'm asking you this, I'm asking myself, what would I want to be perfect in? And, um, wow. Because if I had self-confidence in, um, was in my head, yes. I, I could do anything. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Because I would have enough self-confidence to do it. Well, you would also have enough self-confidence to say, I'm not perfect in this. Correct. Right. So you would, you, you would be better at, you would be better at that. Correct. You'd be like, it'd be the fast track to success in life, being able to say, okay, no, there's many people better at me at these types of things. So that's a, that's a, an incredible goal. Thank you. I cannot even think of something that I would say is a better answer. What did you, I have to ask, what did you think I was going to say? I, I don't know, like napping, cooking, <laughs> um, sewing, <laughs> chewing gum. I don't know. It was something. <laughs> it was. It was just something. I didn't think something that deep. But you know what? Also, working with you for so long, I know you always question your self confidence. But you know, you have to give yourself a, a pat on the back, a round of applause, give yourself a big hug, because you, I view you as a, a fairly self confident person. Okay. Do do you really? Yes. I mean, you you sit Ooh. across from me once a week. We chat like this. I know. You never come across like I don't know what to say. Don't ask me any questions. You never do that. You, wow. You come. How many people out there would never do what you do because they're too self conscious about doing this? So oh, you've wow. done a lot of cool things. I think what happens is you have to realize that nobody is a hundred percent self confident. Nobody is perfect at self confidence. So we're all at different levels. But what we do is we compare ourselves to other people. We see other people accomplishing things. And you're asking yourself, how could they possibly do that? But you have to know wholeheartedly as you go through your day-to-day, uh, and this is to you, Tiffany, and everyone else out there listening, as you go through your day-to-day, there are probably people looking at you and say, wow, how does she do that? How does she go through that? And she does it without being afraid. She just jumps in and does this. So people are viewing you and questioning themselves based on your actions. Wow. So you have to think about this. When you are when you say I'm not self-confident, compare yourself to what you were yesterday, compare yourself to where you want to be. Don't compare yourself to other people. That's the biggest that's our biggest down uh our downfall. I think everyone society. does that yeah, to completely. some point. Yeah, everyone yeah, does. Completely. Yeah. Wow. 
So, Tiffany, uh, before we get into the bacon... Uh, and hey, we, yeah. you asked me, what about you now? Oh, yeah, I was changing the subject. I was <laughs> yeah, you, you were. <laughs> I'm going to go, I wish I was perfect at self-confidence. <laughs> you can't do I that. know. Wednesday, I'm uh, putting you on the I know, spot you now. are, because I said that was a really good answer. So I could say, I wish I was perfect at cooking bacon, but I already am. Mm-hmm. So um, I am going to say, I wish I was perfect at reading people's feelings. Oh, you're not? No, I'm not perfect. Nobody's perfect. No, okay, yeah, but, but I'm really good at that. But I wish. Okay. But there, there are times that I'm get to, I get together and I and I work with him, you know, companies, and uh-huh. I'm talking to their employees, and I I look at them and I go, like, oh, I think I know what this person is thinking. Uh-huh. And then later I I sit down and I talk to them and find out, wow, I was <laughs> Way so <off. laughs> far away. I was talking this to this uh, one group, and we're talking about smiling in general. You know, like I want. I by the time we're done with this workshop, I want everyone in this room really big smiling and i'm seeing people grinning and you know they got those nervous grins and stuff and i'm and i'm like look i love that smile i love that smile and there's one young guy on the side and i look at him and he's not smiling at all right and i look at him and i go even you i'm gonna get you to smile and he just glares at me right just stares me down and i'm thinking wow maybe just saying that pointing him out like that was stepping over the line so i tried i calmed down you know i, I cooled down just changed the subject we kept talking and every once in a while i kept engaging him and pulling him out at first, he wouldn't talk or anything, but never, never cracked a smile. Wow. And then uh, finally I got him to uh, participate and talk a little bit more, but still nothing, right? And at the end of the event, he was the first person out of the whole group walked up and said, I got so much out of this workshop. I learned so much. And he starts smiling while he's talking to me. And I didn't go, why didn't you share that <laughs> smile during the workshop instead of saving it at the end? But it was amazing how I misread him. I thought, wow, this guy is just, he's not into this. If anything, he's mad at me, maybe. Uh, he is hes is bored. He is maybe being forced to come to this workshop. Everything. I misread him completely until the end. And he came up to me and just gave me great accolades. Wow. Just going, thank you so much. I learned so much. And he was, I remember him saying, wow, how can you even do this? I admire you for being able to walk up in front of a group and just start talking. He goes, I could never do that. Yeah, he his mind must have been concentrating so hard on what you were saying. Gosh, only you know, you know, don't, like, I don't know, right? Oh, wow, but it's amazing. So that's why I said I wish. Uh, I think I'm pretty good at uh, perceiving people's uh, feelings. I, I think I'm pretty good staring at people and seeing their facial expressions and understanding if they're getting my message or that. Uh, but every once in a while, somebody out there surprises me. So mm-hmm. I wish I was perfect at that. Ah, All right, you, okay. You like that one? Uh, that You're going to go like, with that one. I'll go with that one. All right. Okay. Okay. So, like, like we had said earlier, what we do on the show is we tackle a problem or an issue, and what we're going to talk about is perfection. Uh, for those of you who just jumped in, and we're going to do an, uh, the acronym B A C O N, and kind of talk about five different issues uh, related to perfection, and maybe how why it might be wrong for us to constantly shoot for for perfection. Hmm. Okay. So before we do that. Tiff, do you have any quotes for us? I mean, you should have like two weeks worth of quotes because you weren't mm. we weren't here last week. Well, this one's kind of interesting with the sentence you just said. Okay. Except the quote is perfection is not attainable. But if we chase perfection, we can chase we could catch ecle- <laughs> <laughs> I think you delivered Eccles- that one perfectly. <laughs> Eccles- I can't even say the word now. Eccles- the first one. Which uh, Eccles- excellence. I'm not even gonna I don't know why I cannot say that. <laughs> I think the X was throwing you off. I think it was. When you showed it to me, I'm, I was got a little scared. I'm thinking, what is this word? Because <laughs> <laughs> So it's excellence. 
So I, read it one more time no, and just point. No, no, no. Just point at me. I'll say excellence. Okay. <laughs> I can't believe you're going <laughs> to. I don't go know why. It. Okay. All right. Perfection is not attainable. But if we chase perfection, we can catch excellence. Uh, nice. Excellence. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I can't say it. X. <gasps> just say X. X. Alent. There you go. Excellent. There you go. Nice. <gasps> I saved her. Thank you. Wow. Wow. There we go. And millions of people I, just heard me say, and say excellent. <gasps> no, no, wow. no, you're, see, look at that. Okay. It's like. Vince um, Lombardi said that. It's like saying super califragilistic expialidocious, right? Super califragilistic expialidocious. Even if you say it loud enough, it sounds something for <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm done. So anyway, I think she's got it. <laughs> All right. So beautiful, beautiful. Okay. Um, I was mixing up movies anyway. Uh, I was thinking Fair Lady, but I went with Mary Poppins. Yeah. All right. But you got excellence. So that's okay. perfect. That's perfect. Which is a perfect quote, I think, to really mess up like that. <laughs> so I'm shooting for I couldn't, something. I couldn't do it perfect. All right. I'm shooting for Ekeleka, but I'll settle for excellence. <laughs> All right. Remember that one. So Vince Lombardi said that one, huh? Yes. Wow. Excellent. Excellent. All right. So let's get excellent. in. Excellent. Oh, right. Okay. Yes. I'm good now. All right. So let's get into this acronym, uh, BACON, B-A-C-O-N. All right. B is be aware of the problem. All right. What we're talking about perfection and our pursuit for perfection and how it affects us. Okay. Uh, the first step to breaking free from the pursuit of perfection is recognizing that it can be a problem. Okay, and that's the whole idea is if you find that you're constantly upset with yourself or you're letting yourself down because you can't hit perfection, then you realize it's a problem. If you view perfection as just a direction, uh, a goal line for yourself and you're growing into that, then it's not so much a problem. But if you're beating yourself up because you can't be the absolute best, you can't you won't allow yourself to make mistakes, then it's a problem. Okay. Okay, there's an author and a psychiatrist called David Byrne. Okay. Uh, and I read a little bit of what he had to say, and he suggests that our culture's relentless emphasis on achievement and success can lead to a constant feeling of inad- inadequacy. I should, <laughs> have had, I should have had you read this. Um, uh, we need to accept that perfect simply doesn't exist and that striving for it can do more harm than good. Okay. Uh, I, I like the idea of thinking to ourselves that we are already great. We are really good at stuff. Okay, when I talk about my my main BACON acronym, which is the B is uh, believe in yourself, uh, the idea is that we all have gifts and skills and talents, mm-hmm. and we may not be the absolute best in any one of those things, but we are absolutely wonderful in the combination of the things that make us who we are. And so what we do is I always tell people, create the Venn diagram, you know, create these interlocking circles yep, of, all you the, me that. Right, of all the things that you're great at, and you suddenly go, that's who I really am. And that's what makes me absolutely wonderful. Any one of those simple talents or a skill, uh, any of those things that those abilities that I have, other people could be better. And chances are you'll always find someone who's a little better than you at those individual pieces. But uh, when you put them all together, you are the absolute you, the the absolute best mm. you. Okay. All right. That's so sweet. so this idea that when we believe that perfection is the only thing and anything less uh, makes us worthless. What we do is we start feeling inadequate. We feel right. worse yes. than possible as opposed to, I mean, this is like somebody uh, in the Olympics. You know, they always talk about in the Olympics that the person who feels the absolute best is the person who wins the gold, right? He wins the gold. He, 
he's he accomplished his dream, right? The person who feels second best is third place, the bronze, because he feels really good or she feels really good because she she if she was a uh, he or she was a second slower, she would have lost. She would have taken fourth place, but did a great job. The person who feels worst uh, and feels maybe inadequate is the second place because they're like, oh, I missed first place by only moments, by seconds, by one point or something like that. And so that's what's so difficult as opposed to saying, oh, my gosh, look at me. I am standing on the second place uh, podium in the Olympics. All right, I am number I am number two, and nobody wants to be number two. Everyone wants to be number one. I'd be right? all excited just to make it to the Olympics. I'm uh, no kidding, right? <laughs> I, I'd be excited to go see the Olympics. All right, uh, but that's I had a boss of mine who, when we would talk about marketing his business, he always said I strive for second place, and in business, and he said this, and he goes in other things, uh, he wants to he wants the gold, he wants to win, but in business, he goes, I want us to strive for second place, do our best. Get as close to first place as possible, but strive for second place. Second place is a really big number in business. Second place is enormous success, but it doesn't have the stress that first place has. First place is always looking over its shoulder, oh. looking at second place, right? Second place, is it's, it's a cool place to be. It's really successful, and it doesn't have that stress. It's always a little bit behind, tapping on first place's shoulder, ah. going, look, I'm right here, I'm right here. So I like that philosophy. I don't I don't necessarily agree with it 100%, but I like that philosophy that he found there was some joy in second place, which is contrary to a lot of Olympians. So uh, B, again, is be aware of the problem. Be aware that there is a problem. And once, you, once you're aware that there's a problem like that, that's your, that's your first step in repairing or, or fixing that problem. Mm-hmm. Okay? So just all of you out there, remember that you are awesome the way you are. You too, Tiffany. Thank you. <laughs> even if I can't say excellent. There you go. Even if you can't say that. Even if you can't say a kaleka. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. A is a. this. Accept imperfection. All right. This ah. kind of builds on what we just said. Be aware of the problem. Okay. Uh, it's Here's the deal. Of course, it's important to have goals and aspirations. We have to still... Shoot for it. I don't want anyone to say, oh, well, I can't be perfect, so I'm not going to try anymore. No, no, no. We still need goals and aspirations. In the in the race of life, we still need a finish line. We need a direction to go into, right? Uh, but it's, it's equally important to understand that mistakes and imperfections are a natural part of, of the process. You have to make mistakes because we learn from mistakes. If everything, If every single thing we did went perfect and we never made a mistake, Unfortunately, it's hard to believe, but life would be very boring and we would not be uh, excited about life. Part of a part of life that makes it so exciting is the growing and the learning and and the doing things and failing and trying again. I don't know about the failing and trying again, but I yeah, agree with all the others. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> you have to do that. Remember, um, don't you have a quote from Rocky about it's more about. How many times you get up and as not don't worry about how many times you get, get knocked, knocked down, down right. is how many times you can get up and still fight or something. Exactly. Like yeah. All right. So I want us to embrace the ups and downs okay. as these experiences are essential for personal growth. Okay. We talked about this before about the idea of trying to climb a mountain, Tiffany. If the mountain had no flaws in it, no cracks, no crevices, no rocks, if it didn't have any rough spaces, how could you possibly climb it mm. if it was perfectly smooth? So the idea that that the the roughness, the toughness of life 
makes it easier for us to succeed in our pursuit for goals. Well, All right, because we learn a little bit more, we get a little stronger with every everything that pushes us down. We get a little stronger. We get a little stronger. Uh, <clears throat> the hurdles get in front of us. We decide: Am I going to go up over them? Are we going to go through them? Are we going to go around them? Uh, those are the kinds of things that help us grow. All right. Uh, do you ever heard of Kinsuji? Kinsuji. I'm probably pronouncing it incorrect. But that's all right. You started the day by pr- pronouncing excellence wrong, so I'm going to go with Kintsugi. I, I uh, you've no. never heard of it. No. All right. So this is I really I really love this, and there's some people out there saying yes, you pronounced it incorrectly, but I love it as well. This is a Japanese tradition that when you take a vase or something uh, that you own, like you know, and it's mostly vases, uh, and you drop it and it cracks. Oh no! What they they don't say throw it away. They say repair it and use a uh, gold. Uh, in the cracks, fill it and and it put it back together with gold in the cracks, and then put it out on display. And you'll see these cracks, but they highlight the cracks with gold. Oh! And the idea here is to truly explain and uh, you know solidify the idea that it's okay to have these cracks. It's okay. In fact, glorify the cracks, glorify the mistakes, glorify the the failures in life, because those are the things that make us better than we were before so the little kid's gonna walk past and accidentally it, drop it again i'm making the stuff I'm more valuable exactly. <laughs> thank me later mom and dad <laughs> right um but it's interesting when you think about that oh uh, what a great idea what a uh, great cultural idea it, it, no that actually is kind of a it's, cool idea yeah because if it breaks in it meaningful when you look at this every single time you would see a vase a beautiful vase and it's cracked and it's it's becomes more beautiful by Filling those cracks with gold so it would more be, valuable. So like the vase at your house would be how many times Christy took it and smacked you over the head with it? <laughs> <laughs> Look, this is a fourth oh, crack in the vase. I've, re- I've replaced all our vases with foam rubber just for that reason. <laughs> but what a, what a great way, to, a reminder uh, as you went through your house about all of that kind of yeah. stuff. Because it's a cool reminder. It's got, it's, it should be similar to almost anything that we have in life. Those are the kinds of things that we would treasure if there was a way for us to to uh, remind ourselves as we're going to school. Uh, you all right there? Yeah, I She's, just lost my earring. All right. Well, <laughs> it probably couldn't have gone far. You're wearing earphones. All right. Uh, was I was going to say that if we could remind ourselves of this on our way to school, on our way to work, etc. If there was something in our day-to-day that we saw that was broken and we fixed it by making it more beautiful, by really... Uh, promoting the flaw or the crack in it i think that would that would remind us that we're imperfect we're imperfect as humans it would be nice to teach kids that yes yes remember that that's kintsugi k-i-n-t-s-u-g-i all right there you go you got it all right so that's b and a uh uh be aware of the problem a accept imperfection uh so before we go into c-o-n tiff do you have another quote for us I would love to hear another quote. Okay. Have no fear of perfection. You'll never reach it. Wow. That's, it doesn't get any clearer exactly, than that. Exactly, right? Right. That was Salvador, Salvador Dali? Yes, Salvador Dali, the great artist. Oh, really? Yes. I oh, my gosh. Yeah, he, he was great. He had the coolest mustache. Oh. He had one of those long, thin, wiry oh. mustaches that curled up like that. Yeah, he His was, name sounds like he would have something yeah, like that. Yeah, he was, he was a bit of an eccentric, but uh, incredible guy. And yeah. And well known by everyone. But, uh, I figured too, that's yeah, says it all. That's that's it doesn't get any simpler than that. Yep. Okay. 
Uh, all right, so let's go into C here. So, so far, B, A, we're uh, B, aware of the problem, A, accept the imperfections, and C, cultivate self-compassion. All right, cultivate self-compassion. Okay. All right. Explain, please. I will. All right. <laughs> so, psychologist Kristen Neff defines self-compassion as treating oneself, treating ourselves the sa- with the same kindness that we uh treat other people okay i'm working on that yeah so that's the whole idea is we go out of our way to treat other people very nice yes we beat ourselves up yep we we look at people we go oh my gosh what's such a beautiful outfit oh you look wonderful today we look in the mirror and go oh why did you even get out of bed today (laughs) you know and so cultivate that self-compassion be compassionate about yourself uh treat yourself okay don't beat yourself up that's the way i look at it is just Treat yourself exactly, or if better, actually treat yourself better than you would treat other people. Because we go out of our way to make people feel good. Uh, we should be feeling good because we are those ones. Remember, going back to that thing, we're all great at who we are and what we do. We're wonderful, wonderful people. And so we should treat ourselves that way. Stop beating ourselves up. Uh, we've spoken in the past about the idea of coming up with mottos, mantras, uh, you know, to mm-hmm. say over and over again mm-hmm. to remind ourselves how good we really are because we throughout our entire life, okay, have const- continually look in the mirror and we knock ourselves. So we look at these flaws. And so what happens is our subconscious and our conscious doesn't really know the difference between Correct. reality and fake. Exactly. And so every time we say something negative, it goes, all right, well, that must be true. That yep. must be true. So instead, what we have to do is we have to start looking in the mirror and saying good things about us. And no matter what the deal is, hey, I just tripped and I fell. Hey, I didn't break a leg. Wow. Woo-hoo! How lucky I am. <laughs> I am a lucky person. Every time I fall, I don't break a leg. Okay. That type of a thing. I just got in a car accident. Oh my gosh. I got in a car accident. Uh, we survived it. It was a fender bender. The car can be fixed. View it like that. Uh, I'm in the hospital because of the car accident, but that's okay. I didn't die. View the positive and continue to say that in your head over and over again. Teach yourself that self-compassion about uh, this idea that we are good people and good things come to us. And the more we do that, the more that w- will become a reality. I agree 150%. Wow. Yeah. Excellent. Not just 100%. No, no. 150 so instead of letting perfectionism eat away at our self-esteem, uh, practice self-compassion by acknowledging our limitations with kindness and embracing our imperfections as opportunities for growth. So in other words, uh, take a look at the things that we do that we're like, oh, you know, I wish I was faster. I wish I was better. I wish I was a better cook. I wish I was anything. Okay. Uh, I, was, I wish I was a better napper. I will. Oh, I'm almost perfect at that. <laughs> I, I believe that. Uh, but any of those things, take a look at those things and say to yourself, uh, you know, these are all opportunities to grow. What could I have done a little bit better? The next time I do this, I want to get a little bit better, a little bit better. You know, the, the one that, that I, I'm reminded by with that is my mother used to say when we were, in, when we were kids is, you know, I'd come home with a report card filled with D's. A couple of C's, a couple of C's if I'm lucky. Which, which was F. funny <laughs> yeah. that you did this since you're yeah. well, I, I try I tried to be smart, but I never got into school. <laughs> anyway, um, so she would say, just shoot for the A's. Make, and make straight A's your goal. But if you don't make it, that's okay. Wouldn't it be great to come home with a, a report card full of B's? You know, just continue to shoot for the A's. Shoot for that perfection. That's what she would go for. 
and then uh, be happy with where you're at. And she had that. And I don't even think she knew how wise that statement was. And it was wasted on some spoiled kid who wasn't listening to his mother. Okay. <laughs> it was, uh, I, it reminds me a uh, quick story. Marty story. A, a Marty story. Yeah. When I was in grammar school, I don't know what, probably fifth grade, fourth or fifth grade, we would do these spelling tests and oh, they would give us 20. I hated tw- spelling tests. I know they would give us 20 words every week. Right. And I would fail them awful uh-huh. just all the time. If I was lucky to get one or two right. And it was week after week, new words. And so they called my mother and explained the whole thing. And she said, oh, my gosh, you, you're embarrassing me. Okay, because obviously I was embarrassing her because I can't spell. So she said, we're going to study and you're going to get these all right. And I was like, yeah, but the teacher said that I'm no good at this. So she's only getting me five words. And <laughs> my mom goes, no, no, you're going to learn all 20 words, right? And every night she worked with me. And she was like, now write all these words out 10 times. Now write them again. Now I'm going to test you. Now write this word. And, and so I had it down. And when I came to take the test on that Friday, the teacher goes, okay, Marty, did you pick the five words? And I'm like, no, I'm going to do the test with all 20 words, right? Ace the test, right? I did it perfect. I was all so happy. The next week, my mom was like, see, you can do it. Next week, she didn't practice with me. We're right back to F's. No! <laughs> yeah, I was like, going, yeah, I proved I could do it. Now I don't see a reason to do it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh yes i Did you was, get a swat oh no i think my mother gave up to gave up <laughs> on me early in life <laughs> uh-huh. i was that 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 joy to be a child right right i was that the, the child at least all, she had baby joe exactly at <laughs> least yes all right oh <laughs> just went why would you do that to her what yeah exactly you see how come you give me the funny look when i said uh you know i i was embarrassing her uh, but now, but now you're saying that I just, I just really heard her doing that. Uh, anyway, I don't understand you either, <laughs> Tiffany. <laughs> All right, okay. Tiffany, do you have another quote for oh, us? Oh, another one. Yes, I don't. Um, know. You got a sheet load of them right there. You typed them up nice and big too. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I even brought my reading glasses in case you need. Yeah, those. I never yeah. saw you wear yeah. glasses before. Are yeah, they new? Uh, these are my, these are my cool Santa Claus reading oh, glasses, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. You like these? They kind of do look like with the gray. Yeah, the exactly. Little gray goatee. Yeah, exactly. Um, strive to, for continuous improvement instead of perfection. I, that's it. Those are, those are the perfect words. That's what you've got to do. You just got to keep moving. Who said that? Kim Collins. Kim Collins. I. You know what? Somebody out there is listening. They're screaming. I know Kim Collins. I don't know Kim Collins. I don't know you know. You know what we should do is sometimes when we're doing this, we should look up and see if we can actually find who the people are. I, I have done that a couple of times. Yeah. yeah but, but not this. You're time. not perfect at that. No. Okay. <laughs> All right. So. Um, that was uh, uh, C, cultivating self-compassion. Uh, com- o is this, overcome the comparison trap. All right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, the idea here is that social media offers, uh, or it, I should say often amplifies, our need for perfection by providing constant uh, stream of seemingly perfect images and stories. You think about this. When we were first doing the show early on, and I was posting on uh, Facebook, all right, which is, uh, you'll find me at Master Happiness with Marty Love on Facebook, Instagram, et cetera. I put my face out there all the time. Okay, I'm, I'm smiling. I got my hands up and stuff. And I would break down. And ahead of time, we would do that. I would give the bacon mm-hmm. acronym, right? And when I was early on, I was doing this. I was filtering the photos of myself. 
and just cleaning them up a little bit and stuff like this. And I would I would go through. Oh, I don't really like that blemish. Look at this. Look at this. And I stopped. And then one day I was saying, I was saying, oh my gosh, we come to the studio, we talk about how people should be happy with themselves, and yet I'm doing this. So then I just stopped. I just said, you know what? That's the picture of me. That's what it looks like. That's the end of it. And it's just, you know what? It's so it it takes a moment. And I'm sure that some people it's more difficult than me. I didn't really care as much, but. It took a little bit of time to finally look and go, yeah, that's me. So that's who I'm putting out there. And I understand that some people, it's going to take a lot longer. But I, but you really have to strive for that and be happy with yourself. Okay? Stop comparing yourself to other people because, trust me, uh, social media and what you see uh, in social media and in the movies and on TV and on billboards and in magazines all over the place, it is only going to continue to get worse and worse. They're painted portraits of someone who doesn't really exist. They are the the absolute best uh, moment in someone's time run through multiple filters to add perfection in every single way. Yeah. And you can never live up to that. And on top of it, what you're doing is you're only seeing a moment in time, just a moment in time that someone is hand-selected to say, this represents me, and I'm even going to clean that up. And when we look at that, we compare that to the worst of our lives. We look at that and we go, oh, man. Uh, we compare that to our worst moments in our day as opposed to our best moments of the day. And so we can't possibly win. And so by comparing ourselves to the rest of the world, we're always beating ourselves up. Yeah. There's an absolutely no way to win. And so as soon as you realize, think of it this way, uh, that if I look at this picture and I go, wow, these people are having so much fun. They are so beautiful. Everything is right for them. If I view that and I say, Wow, before they posted that, before they put it up there, they felt it was necessary to run it through filters. They felt it was necessary to fix a few of the flaws. They felt it was necessary to pretty it up just a little bit before they showed it to me. How flawed are they really that they feel necessary to fix it before they show it to me? Can I tell you? Yeah. Um, yes, you can tell me. If I was my Facebook, yeah, I don't touch up. Okay. Because I have no idea how. <laughs> if I good. knew, I, I would, so would. would be. I okay. do it, but I have no well, clue good. how I'm to not, do it. I'm so not I have show, no filters I'm not on my show face. You, I'm not going to show you anything. Good, good, because you shouldn't. Well, Just be who you are. Yeah, but man, that would be so cool to know how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, anyone out there, remember, do not teach <laughs> Tiffany how to do that. Let her be the real her. Oh, All right, because we want to see the real you. We want to feel that heart of yours, that soul <sighs> That is, that is as close to perfection as anyone could possibly be. Mm -hmm. That's who we want to see. We don't want you to run through some filter and some painted mm. uh, girl who's pretending to be Tiffany. No. no. All right? So uh, here's the idea. Appreciate your uniqueness. All right? And cultivate gratitude for who you are. All right? The only comparison you should do, and the only comparison that all of us should ever lean towards and say, this is what I want to do. The only comparison is... Compare myself to who I was yesterday and who I hope to be one day. Mm. That's it. Because just become, try to become better than the person you were yesterday. All right? And set goals for yourself in the future to say, I hope to be this person. And then that's it. And if you, and if you go to bed at night and you say, wow, yeah, today I wasn't as good as I was yesterday, work a little harder the next day and just continue to do that. But only compare yourself to yourself. Forget about everyone else. Okay. Yeah, forget. You know, th else. there was a great line that said, uh, "Be yourself." Everyone else is taken. Okay, oh, I love that. That's right? Cute. 
you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so that's that's O overcome the comparison trap, right? Uh, N is nurture healthy habits. That's a good one. I understand that one. Yeah, I figured you'd understand <laughs> that one. All right. Uh, so taking care of our mental and our physical well-being is crucial when battling perfectionism. All right. Because what's going to happen is when you are looking at these other people, when you are comp- when you're looking at yourself and saying, I want to be the best, but I'm not. Uh, and you're comparing yourself to everyone else. What ends up happening is you, you're allowing stress and anxiety to enter your life. And you are suddenly looking upon yourself extremely negatively. So what you've got to do is you've got to nurture some healthy habits and just go out. Uh, be active. I mean, it's a, the, we've been getting good weather and the weather's going to be. It's, the it's weather still, will be getting yeah. better. <laughs> and even today, I know today was rainy, but yeah. uh, and, and, cold. and cold and cold <laughs> and rainy. Uh, <laughs> and cold. But, but <laughs> and windy. Uh, there's some days we've been having some days where it's sunny out. Yeah, right. Beautiful. And so Seven get days. out there and just enjoy the sun. Enjoy being outdoors. Enjoy breathing the fresh air. Open the windows, okay? Uh, get out, walk around, say hi to the neighbors, smile a little bit more. This is some of the stuff. Then when you come into the house, uh, sit there and kind of meditate. Uh, take take uh, count of the things that happen during the day while you're out, all the positive things. Uh, remind yourself how absolutely wonderful you are today and how much more wonderful you're, you are going to be tomorrow. Continue to do that. You know, cheer yourself up. <clears throat> Be your your own number one best uh, cheerleader. Hmm. All right, and that's what you've got to do. That's how you. That's how you end up making making things better in your life. Okay. And so, what we looked at here is uh, keep in mind that again, it's always going to be one step at a time. Do one little thing. If you did, can you imagine this, Tiffany? If if you said, I'm going to do one thing a month. Just one thing a month to improve myself. I'm going to learn something new. I am going to improve the way I do something. Just one thing in a month, right? It's not that difficult to come up like with one thing. Learn the board at the radio station? There you go. Yeah, so you take <laughs> an entire month to do that, right? Okay, perfect, right? Well, and you could do that. That would be four weeks. You could do that, right? Easy enough. I don't know. You did it in a couple of, what, 45 minutes? So maybe I could do it in a month. <laughs> So there you go. All right. So, but if you came up with one thing every month that you decided I'm going to get a little bit better on, uh, just a little bit better, not perfect, just a little bit better. Can you imagine at the end of the year, there'd be 12 things that you would be doing Hmm. that you, that you would improve upon 12 things, right? In 10 years, there would be 120 things that you have improved yourself just that. But what we end up doing instead, we beat ourselves up too much on our failures and we say i can't do anything i tried and i tried and i just failed and i'm never going to try it again instead of copying that attitude look at saying all right yes i failed but what did i learn from that i have learned the the wrong way to do it now let me try again to find the right way and i have a month to do it and so just accomplish one thing every month and it's it's amazing how much Hmm. you can accomplish in a lifetime then all right and so this is the whole idea we search for perfection, and the way the way I look at it is this: is perfection is the direction, and growth is the goal. Okay, perfection is the is the direction. Perfection is the direction. Growth, growth is, is the, the goal. goal. Exactly. So, in other words, what we really want in life is to grow. We want to get better and better at different things: the things that make you special, the things that that uh, make you who you are, your talents, your skills, your abilities. Those are the things that I want you to concentrate on and continue to get better. Keep working on those things. 
sharpening those skills, right? Uh, they're going to be different than the things I do, okay? And so each of us should continue to do that, continue to get better and better every day. That's, that's our goal, is to continue to grow. And we use perfection as nothing more than the direction. Perfection is kind of not a finish line, but it's a goalpost over there that we head towards, that we sing, we're, we're going in that direction. I know that it will never, I'll never, ever actually reach perfection, but I'm going to head, I'm going to keep heading in that direction. Hmm. That, and if we, if we think of it like that, if we think of life like that as that journey towards perfection, a, uh, a, a journey that never ends, then uh, I think we're just going to be a little bit happier if we can get past that understanding we're never going to hit that goal, hmm. but we're going to continue to grow and get better and better and better. Right. Okay. Um, there was some, uh, I think it was Atlas, the a Greek god Atlas. The okay. map? Yeah, that's who the map was named after. Very good. Yes, yes. He uh, was the one, I believe it was Atlas, that was the one, I think his punishment was something like just that, that he had to pick as a, uh, now Now somebody's listening to me and saying, that is not Atlas, you're going in the wrong direction. Wrong direction. Yeah, but uh, he had to pick up something uh, when he was younger, and he had to carry it all day long, and then every day, uh, you know what? Wasn't that globe or... Yeah, it was well. It was a rock, I thought, a and then it continued to get larger and larger until he carried he could carry the, the earth. Earth, okay, and so that was it. But now I'm sitting there, and people are listening, going, "You have no idea what you're talking about," <laughs> because I also think there was the story of Romulus and Remus. That one I have never heard of. Never heard of. They were brothers, and they ended up fighting, and Romulus uh, ended up winning. And Romulus is the the founder of Rome. Oh, okay, and I think one of them. Uh, and again, somebody's going to listen and say, you have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, as a teenager, his father made him carry a calf, you know, a baby cow, and said, put this baby cow really small on your back and walk it up the mountain and come back down. Every day you have to do this. And every day he did this, and every day the calf got bigger and bigger and bigger. And he got and, stronger and, and he stronger. got Right, until one day he could pick up a cow on his back and walk up and down the mountain. So it's something like that. It's, it just teaches the lesson, no matter who it was, whether it was Atlas, Romulus, Remus, um, you know, Bozo the, the Clown, whatever. It was somebody who did this, all right, whether it was a rock, the earth, or a cow. Somebody did this. But the lesson to be learned is just that, is a little bit at the time. Every, if, you make, if, you, if you can accomplish that task, tomorrow make it a little bit more difficult. Accomplish that one, make it a little bit more difficult. You're going to look back and look at that first task you did and say, that wasn't difficult at all, okay? Just like me and those spelling words, okay? I could prove that I was doing it. <laughs> I was um, trying to, it was probably a couple of years ago, you know, maybe even before COVID. Yes. I wanted to run a 5K. Okay, awesome. And so I did a little bit and a little bit and a little bit, and I don't know how long it took, but I was able to run three miles. Okay, cool. Isn't that close to 5K? I think that's 5K, right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. I think that's why they call them like 5Ks because it's, it sounds longer than three miles, right? It's supposed to, yeah, yeah. So, um, so I was very pleased. I did a little bit at a time, a little okay. more, and a little bit more. Nice, little good bit. for you. But now I can't even get around the park once. Yeah, but but you know, but now, but you know how to do it now. Yeah. Go so before you get in your car, just run around the parking lot once, okay? And then, and then next week twice, twice. And, exactly. Okay. And in a month uh, of running around here, you'll learn how to use the board. I could, okay, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's how it works. All right, uh, Tiffany, do you have another quote for us? Um, I am careful not to confuse, I am careful not to confuse excellence with perfection. 
excellence I could reach, perfection is God's business. Oh, I like that one, too. That's a good one. Michael J. Fox. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Um, I just started, I, I, I started watching an interview with him, and I had to put it, put it on hold because I'm going to go watch it again. I'm really interested in how he's dealing with Parkinson's. And oh, he's had it he's, for years. Yeah, exactly. And yet he is still, he's pushing for it. And, and I think he's, he's doing a lot. He's raised so much money for trying to find some type of a cure or way uh, to make it easier on people. Mm-hmm. And I think I read something that they're really viewing that they're they're getting closer. They're making some great uh, strides in finding a cure or uh, wow. uh, some way of, again, making making it easier for people yeah. to deal with it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, he's, good he's for him. A, amazing. And he's still able to, you know, do interviews and still, you know, sure, talk sure. about it and stuff. Well, so. I think I think that when you think about this, uh, it's easy to look at him and say he is not perfect. It's very easy to look at someone like that and say, you're not perfect. But he doesn't look upon that. He will not let that slow him down. He won't let that stop him. He's going to go, I'm going to continue to keep trying, and I'm going to run into things that I can no longer do. But I'm going to, it's not going to stop me from trying and at least. unlike some people might, might say, poor me, poor me, yeah, poor yeah, me, he's yeah. just like, no. I'm, and he actually, he has enough money and a loving wife and a wonderful and he family. he could just stop. That he could just stop. Right, right. You know, and have people take care of him and let him, but he's not. He chose but, not to. Right, and he, I think he feels something deep in his heart that he uh, owes it to himself to do this and continue to push it. And knowing that by doing this, he's also setting a great example for so many other people. Mm-hmm. On the flip side, there was another person I knew, I'm not going to mention his name, but in the in the uh, keynote speaking business, there's the, a lot. I'm sorry, the what? In the key, keynote speaking keynote. business. Keynote. In other words, when you have a big uh, event and there's one main speaker, that's the keynote speaker. Oh, okay. Okay, so I have done keynote uh, speeches like this. So in that type, in those type, in that world where there's a lot of speakers, and I know a lot of speakers, in co- and they, we have contests and things like that that I enjoy entering. Uh, there was one guy who really coaches this idea that I'm going to help you. I'm going to help you perfect your speech. I'm going to help you win. I'm going to help you get on that stage and do the best. And and he went on and on and on about this whole thing of how learn from your mistakes. And I saw him in a contest, right? And in the middle of the contest, he forgot what he was going to say. Oh, no. And so what he did was he just got up and walked off stage. He just quit completely and just walked off stage. And to me, it was such a letdown because he was a mentor. He was uh, uh, someone people looked up to oh. in the speaking world. And they just and he just showed the world, if you can't do it right, just quit. Okay? Which was so against everything that he was teaching. And my feeling was... Uh, a lot of people, you know, he said, well, I knew I was going to lose, so I just walked off anyway. And it's the feeling of that's okay. So if you're going to lose, finish it to show people that you're not just quitting. What you do is you still do the best you can. And you can't tell me that the best you can do is just walking off stage. So, in fact, what it actually did was it created uh, a storyline for a lot of other speakers to speak about it, to say this is exactly what you shouldn't do when you are trying and you're doing something, and especially if you're in the limelight, like someone like Michael J. Fox, when you're in the limelight and people look up to you, it's difficult sometimes to just quit. Yeah. Now, some people like Michael J. Fox, if he just said, I'm done, I can't do this anymore. People no, would understand, oh, too. My, completely. But if you were completely healthy and, and able to do this, and just because you make a mistake, you walk off, that's just the wrong way to look at it. 
that's somebody who's probably tied so close to perfection, wound so tightly that he can't accept making a mistake. Oh. All right? And that's where we don't want to go. No, we do not want no, to go there. right. All right, feed us another quote there, Tiffany, or, or are you at the end of your quotes? Well, I only have one more. I so. want to hear it, and, and did you save the best one for last? Okay, yeah. Yes, awesome. <laughs> no, say it with confidence. Yes. There you go. Okay, perfection is impossible. Just strive to do your best. That's it. There you go. And it's important. You know what? Sometimes that line, just do your best, almost sounds like, yeah, just, you know, try Okay, it almost sounds soft, but when you think about it, look at those, listen to those words, do your best. In other words, actually do your best, do the best you possibly can, all right? Because at the end of the day, win or lose, you can still say, I did my best. I'm really good at this. Look at how good I did. Am I as good as everyone else uh, on the Am stage? Am I as good as Marty Jalove? Am I as good no, as Tiffany? No, but that's what I could strive for. <laughs> right, right. And so that's what's so important is just doing your best is uh, compare compare yourself only to to yourself in the past look uh towards perfection in the future but it's who you want to be that's what you say and understand you're never going to reach perfect mm. okay your Damn. your your idea of perfect is something that will never be attainable hmm. okay so i'm going to review these the bacon one more time okay because uh, we're, we're at the top of the hour okay uh so it's this is uh, B, be aware of the problem, the idea that striving for perfection, always striving for perfection and wanting to reach it is a problem. Using perfection as a direction is is the right way to go. A, accept imperfection. Realize that, uh, you know, we're all going to make mistakes, but mistakes are important because it's going to help us learn and be better the next time we try something. C, cultivate self-compassion. All right, don't beat yourself up. Just because you fell, it's okay. Get back up and try again. Uh, even if you can't try again right then and there, let's see, it fell and you skinned your knee. Ow. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Put a Band-Aid on it. Come back tomorrow, right? Uh, o, overcome the comparison trap. This idea that all we do is we compare ourselves to other people. I can never be as good as Judy because Judy is so pretty. Mm -hmm. Okay? Stop that. Just compare yourself to who you were yesterday and who you want to be tomorrow. And finally, nurture healthy habits. Okay, be good to yourself, treat yourself, exercise, get some sunlight, eat good food, drink good wine. Okay, have a cupcake for dessert. That's mm. the whole idea. Treat yourself every once in a while because you are someone incredibly special. Oh. Okay, you especially, Tiffany. Me? Yes, no, you. No, you. Well, yes, of, of <laughs> course me, but I'm just saying also you. <laughs> All right, Tiff. <laughs> I'm going to call it a night. You are? Yeah, I'm going to call it a night, unless you want to call it a night. I'll call it a night. All right. It's a night. Na Beautiful. You took my long. <laughs> well, you took too long. Sorry. We'll give you another one later. All right. I'm sure you all will. All right. Thank you all so very much for tuning in to Bacon Bits with Master Happiness. I've been your host, Marty Jalove, and my bestest buddy over here. Tiffany. She's right over there. Help. I'm over here. Yeah, exactly. She's the <laughs> she's the tall one. Okay. <laughs> she's the one giving us this these tidbits of joy, these little quotes that that just st stick with us forever and just forever. also forever. And they solidify the information. All right. Yeah. That's it. Forever. Forever. Never forget them. <laughs> All right. And those tidbits are perfect, Tiffany. Perfect. In fact, some people would say they're ekaleka. Okay. Ekaleka. <laughs> some people would say that. All right. Ekaleka. All right. There you go. If you don't know what we're talking about there, you're going to have to tune into our podcast, which is Bacon Bits with we Master Happiness. Yeah. Well, where can people hear? Take a guess. Uh, um, 
Spotify. Yeah. Yeah. And more. Heart Radio? iHeart Radio. Uh, Amazon Music. Apple. Oh, yeah. Oh, come on. Really? Google, Google Podcast. All over the place. Wow. Look for Bacon Bits with Master Bacon Happiness. Bacon Bits with Master wherever Happiness. Wherever you listen to podcasts. Wow. All right. We're pretty good. <laughs> yeah. We're darn good. <laughs> all right. We're one of the most sought after uh, podcasts wow. in the world. I think so. If you group them all together as one. Wow. Yes. All right. That's very cool. So with that. Ta-ta, everyone. Say goodnight, Tiffany. Goodnight, Tiffany. All right. Bye-bye, everybody. (laughs) Bye-bye. See you next week.